welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachekai. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food and most importantly, enjoy the process. So I have a one-year-old. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast, we probably talk about him pretty often, but he's about to be one year, one years old. His name is Liam. He goes to daycare, and the very first time any of his teachers said anything to me about food was the other day. All I had left in my house were, were these white buns. It's Dave's Killer Bread, white done right, these buns that we had for burgers one night. And it's all I had left, so I did a sunflower butter and jelly sandwich for his breakfast slash lunch and the next day I went in and his teacher looked at me and was like he really likes when you pack those sandwiches <laughs> one-year-olds know what they like and they tell <laughs> they can communicate it clearly they've literally never said anything to me about what he eats like whether he eats it whether he hates it nothing and then all of a sudden he's been getting these sandwiches every single day now that's my favorite part of the story is the fact that these people have never Giving you any feedback about what he eats, and then randomly they were like, "He really likes." Like I want to know what she happened. went out of the way to tell me that he really liked these sandwiches because I've packed him like little waffles and these mini egg muffins, and I've made him baked oatmeal and just all these different things, and they've never said a word about it. But this damn like white bread. <laughs> sunflower butter jelly sandwich that I pulled from the depths of my pantry. (laughs) He really likes these. I've heard stories like that where people talk about they make these elaborate meals for their spouses or their kids, but they would just rather eat like chicken tendies and fries. (laughs) (laughs) Like the most basic lame Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. That was me as a kid. I just wanted cheese quesadillas. Like somebody could make anything and it could be the most gourmet, with love, home-cooked meal. And I just wanted white flour tortilla with melted goopy cheese. On that topic, bread. (laughs) We're talking bread today, which is, I think this is so funny that we're making a whole podcast episode about this, but I already know I'm going to send this to so many clients Mm -hmm. because the amount of people that give me a deer in the headlights look, actually like a deer that just got smacked by a semi look, when I tell them like, yeah, you can eat bread. I always, like one of the first things I always recommend for people when they have shitty breakfasts, I'm like, what if we do like a sprouted green toast or like a Dave's killer bread with, you know, peanut butter and banana or something Mm -hmm. like that. And they are shocked. And they're like, bread? What? (laughs) You're telling me. You, my dietitian, are telling me. And you know what's so funny is when people eat that high quality fiber bread, like when when you explain what kind of bread is actually going to be effective, then you can see the light bulb come on a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're not saying like, oh, you should have Wonder Bread or that you need like cinnamon sweet chocolate chip bread every morning. (laughs) It's let's add something with fiber, but also that satiation factor. Mm -hmm. That way you stay full and satisfied for a long time. There's something about bread that just makes you feel good after you eat it. And therefore, you're less likely to overeat something else later in the day or have cravings or miss bread or sit down at a steakhouse when they put the basket of bread in front of you and go nuts because it's become more of a staple in your diet. It loses some of that power. I've already had two slices of bread this morning. What time is it? Like 11? 
Not even. It's not even. <laughs> so what about that? How about that? Take that, bread haters. Yeah. Big and bread gals. Sometimes you know, I have bread in the morning and at lunch. You know what's crazy? You probably don't even think about it. I don't think Because you're about not it. tracking what you're eating. Nope. Mm-mm. You're not looking at how many carbs you had for Mm-mm. the day because gas. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like 60 grams carbs? Oh, God forbid. <laughs> and people don't realize that's not that much. <clears throat> but when you see it on your MyFitnessPal app and it sends mm-hmm. you that like little alert of you're going over your carbs for the day. Yeah. Then you want to back off. Right. And then you back off, you back off, and then you're human, and then you overeat it, and then you feel terrible, and the cycle continues. I'm talking to one of my daily accountability program clients right now, and she and I have worked together in the past, and she'd sent me a message the other day. Let's see if I can pull it up a little bit. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but she had a little mini freak out because she goes, let's talk bread. I had a little negative self-talk moment the other day when I had a sandwich. And today after I made a sandwich at home, I felt so freaking guilty. And so I said, well, let's explore why you feel guilty about bread. Her entire day of eating was super balanced. She sent me a summary and she wasn't just eating bread with jelly all by itself. It was like part of a chicken pesto sandwich. And she had like an egg sandwich or something in the morning. And it was part of a balanced day and she wasn't having sugar cravings. She wasn't snacking on a bunch of random stuff. She wasn't emotional eating at night, which was something she had worked on. And I asked her, I was like, well, maybe that bread that you purposely put in your day helps you eat healthy, balanced meals overall instead of just trying to deprive yourself and then giving into something else less nutritious later. Mm-hmm. And so one of her goals over the past three days has been incorporating bread every Ooh. single day and seeing if she feels guilty. And today she said, yeah, I don't feel anything. I don't feel guilty about it. It's become less novel. Yeah. When it's one of those things that everybody tells you to cut out, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it has this kind of power behind mm-hmm. it where you're like, okay, this is something I shouldn't eat because it's January and I have to cut out all the bad stuff. And so bread is one of those things that are it's on that list. Yeah. I blame Oprah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do, but she wasn't, but she was like trying to talk about it in a way that she could have it. So I guess it was like an opposite connotation for people to be like, oh, it's something bad. But then almost in a reverse way, she was still like calling out bread and mm-hmm. like putting the spotlight on it. When really having a neutral emotion towards bread, maybe a neutral positive, is probably the most healthy and beneficial yeah kind of like if you're talking about the scale like if you reward yourself for having a good outcome on the scale well then you're going to have a counter outcome when it's quote bad Mm. so if you have a good day of eating no bread and then you have a bad day of eating no bread it's hard to find middle ground so if you just kind of look at bread and say yeah i enjoy that it does this this and that for me it is what it is then you're probably going to eat less low quality bread the kind that's really refined or has a bunch of sugar added and just more of the uh the high fiber quality stuff in my experience so to play devil's advocate here Mm. i think the reason why bread gets such a bad reputation is because there are so many forms of it that just aren't good fuel quality for your body Mm -hmm. so i mean the croissants and the donuts and the wonder bread and even even the bread that looks healthy, like mm-hmm. the Arnold wheat bread or oh, whatever it is that everybody buys. Four yes, to five calorie. Sarah honey wheat bread. It's like floppy. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's healthy, but there's no real nutrition mm-hmm. in it at all. And so I think when people eat stuff like that and then you get those blood sugar spikes and then you want more mm-hmm. of it, that's not really what we're talking about here. And that kind of stuff is 
kind of trash, honestly, like in terms of nutrition, like what we are talking about, like number one, I think best of the best bread is the sprouted Mm -hmm. or Ezekiel bread. For sure. And so when we're talking about that, we're talking about the seed is actually sprouted. So meaning it grows and it creates more protein. And so the balance of protein to carbohydrate in that bread is a little bit more balanced. Mm -hmm. So I think it's got about five grams of protein per slice four to five depending on the thickness of the slice and so if you're looking like where can i find this megan if you're down south and Publix is your main grocery store a lot of times they don't have it other than in the freezer section Mm -hmm. so if you go to the regular bread aisle you're not really going to find it there in many grocery stores which sucks like why don't they put the good stuff where all the other crap stuff Mm -hmm. is so a lot of times it's in the freezer section because it has less preservatives in it but sometimes you can find it in the bakery section in the nicer newer Publix. they have their own sprouted grain Mm -hmm. versions target has a brand called silver hills it's always in the produce Mm -hmm. section and like a little end cap if you go places like trader joe's or whole foods it's usually on the regular shelves because they go through it a lot quicker because people are more kind of up on the sprouted grain ezekiel trend ezekiel means the same exact thing it's just a specific brand trader joe's sprouted grain is really good Mm -hmm. um one thing to point out is sometimes not always it really depends on the thickness uh, or the i guess dimensions of the bread or the loaf you're getting you might look at the calories on the back and notice that there are more calories but you can't let that turn you off because if you're so focused on eating less calories you're going to more likely choose those refined really thin not very satiating breads that you were just describing i always think of the 45 calorie bread because it's so thin and you can just pinch it and it just stays pinched it's, it's, it's water yeah. it's a bunch of water it's a bunch of water it doesn't do it doesn't even taste good toasted it's just <clears throat> and so anyway there's nothing to that but you might see that and be like oh well i can have two slices for the same amount of calories as one slice of ezekiel and if you think that way then you're going to get caught up in that perpetual cycle of being calorically restricted mm-hmm. so experiment with a really hearty bread as part of a balanced meal and then analyze how you feel afterward how full are you are you satiated mentally do you have better energy do you not feel such a crash think about your mental guilt i think a lot of people feel guilty about eating bread but think about all of the things that that sprouted grain bread is providing all those things that you just mentioned and focus on what it's doing for your body to help ease some of that old, you know, diet guilt that might be cluttered in your in your back brain there. And then the other sp- aspect of this that I'm a big stickler about is if you're just having that bread with other carbohydrates mm-hmm. or you're just a piece of toast with coffee, it's not going to go as far as if you have it with an egg or peanut butter, mm-hmm. sunflower butter, something like that that's got the fat and the extra protein to it. So mm-hmm. if you're pairing those things together, it's going to make that bread go a lot further, especially then you're like 45 calorie bread and just out the door. Like throw some avocado on there, throw an egg on there. Like I bet you're going to stay full for quite a few hours after that. For sure. Yeah, I was talking with a client last night and what she was doing is in the morning she would have two whole grain frozen waffles. Okay, whole grains, I you know, relatively better than something that has no grains added. However, she was just having that with like fat-free syrup and she really didn't want to give up her waffles completely. And I suggested, well, hey, how about you just have one? Instead of so much syrup, let's just add protein or something with healthy fats to that. So you can balance some of those maybe less exciting bread or bread products. Um, When I say less exciting, I should say less nutritious than something like the sprouted grain. So those ones Mm -hmm. that are like middle of the road have whole grains. They're not the best. They're not the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, But balance it with that protein and fat. So that way you don't 
feel like you can't enjoy all the foods you like, but like you said, you're going to get a little bit more uh, out of that specific meal. Right. And I've been talking about kind of the tip top upper layer, mm-hmm. like best of the best bread. Right. Which is preferable if, for the day You know, like a lot of people like the sprouted green bread, but I've had a lot of people be like, nope, not my thing. Like the texture of it, I just don't like it because they grew up with Wonder Bread and it is nowhere near that texture. And so for those people... Try the Dave's Killer Bread yeah. white done right. It's it not bad. still got that flowery, like, fluffy texture to it, but it has some of the good grains there, and it does have a little bit more protein in it, mm-hmm. so maybe ease into that world a little bit. I love the Dave's Killer Bread rye. It's my fave. I can't get down with rye. You can't get down with rye. <laughs> Absolutely not. I just had this conversation with Will's best friend, and he was like, the only people who like rye bread are my grandma, my wife, and you. Like, yeah, <laughs> my dad. He's like, it just reminds me of being at a diner mm-hmm. where the only people that order the rye are the people with gray hair. I'm like, you have no. It has flavor. Yeah, that's flavor. I want my flavor from the fillings of my sandwich. Like, I don't want it. Mm -mm, Nope, not for me. I was just, where my head was going somewhere. Oh, but you know what flavorful bread that you and I both get down on is that sourdough, baby. (laughs) And there's, okay, I'm, I mean, we both like sourdough. I think some people might shy away from sourdough because, yeah, when you look at it, you don't see a lot of the fibrous parts that you'll see in Dave's Killer Bread or the Sprouted Grain Bread. But it's fermented, which means there are, potential gut microbiome benefits Mm -hmm. so big fan of sourdough too so if you really hate sprouted grain you hate whole wheat you're super picky experiment with sourdough uh, to get some probiotics potentially but it has to be legit sourdough you probably can't get it from like public no there it's like tastes like trash it's because it's like that artificially Mm -hmm. added sourdough it's not like from an actual starter where you're getting the benefits go to a bakery yeah like a like a if you have the privilege in your area of going to some mom and pop is that what you'd call it like a local bakery (laughs) or maybe there's like some black market (laughs) there's um a black market of sourdough probably people can trade (laughs) i don't know (laughs) my sourdough starter is pretty sad right now you once gave me a sourdough starter like during covid Mm -hmm. and i was so in it and then i just let it go and it was a nightmare. It was a black. Did it turn black? I don't think I let it get that far, but it just kept growing, and I, it was just making a mess. And I was like, you know what? I don't see myself doing this in the future. <laughs> but I'm pissed now because I let it go, and you had given me that. Listen, I can always give you a little bit more. It's true. <laughs> if you guys don't know about sourdough, it is a commitment. It is like having a new pet that you have to feed. Like you take, you feed your starter with more water and bread flour, and you have to do it in a specific ratio. Well, it's better if you do it in a ratio, right? I'm sure anyone who wants to know about this read about it during COVID. And nobody else does. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's a pain in your rear. So you have to be all in. It is a labor of love to make a good sourdough. There's a guy Let's that I went that. to a wedding with randomly when I was first moved here. And he had seen me like posting about sourdough and baking like in the middle of COVID. And we kind of went back and forth. This man has become the most, like, extra sourdough bread baking connoisseur out there. I mean, every freaking other day, he's, like, doing this dramatic, like, Instagram story of his bread. And I am I feel kind of bad. I'm like, we had something together, and he's continuing, and I let it go. It's like that person in, in your art class in fifth grade, and you guys had the same projects, and then they went on yeah. to really do big things with it, and here you are. Not painting with your fingers. <laughs> 
Yeah. So let's sum this up because we really just hit the high points of bread. <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is no matter what, if you feel guilty about eating something, you have to explore that. So even if it is the croissant that's covered in butter and jelly, or if it's the white bread, or if it's the Ezekiel bread, and you're feeling a lot of guilt around that. Okay, explore it. Is it shameful? Are you feeling bad about yourself for just eating food? Or do you just feel like, eh, I wish I was eating better and I'd rather not eat this? And then figure it out and find a healthy alternative. But we're here to validate anybody who wants to eat high quality, fibrous, whole grain, sprouted grain, breads, it's okay. And I'd even encourage people who feel guilty about it to eat it regularly, Mm -hmm. just to take away some of the uh, uncomfortable feelings around it. I would also say that if you eat it as part of a balanced meal, it's going to go a lot farther and you're going to feel a lot better. Anything you wanted to add to our bread discussion? Mm, I have a confession. Okay. When I was in Spain, there was a bakery under my apartment mm-hmm. and they did these chocolate croissants mm. and I would get one every single day on my way to Spanish class. You are every forgiven, child. single day. There will be five Hail Marys for your <laughs> sins. <laughs> I did kind of feel like I had to sneak in there too because I had... I was like living with these roommates and one was a ballerina mm. and she was always asked me questions about food and diet because I was already a dietitian at the time and I felt like I had to sneak in there because she was like judging me at being the dietitian that was eating the chocolate and because she would never ever eat the chocolate croissant I would want to see you in that position now like years later you would make eye contact with her and just like eat it like almost like it's pornographic just like watch me enjoy my food you miserable crow (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was dramatic (laughs) i would love to do that too i like to just i mean i i get excited now we've talked about this on the podcast when people make little dietitian comments i love to just be like nope i'm a pretty normal eater Mm -hmm. like i eat all the things it took us a while to get here for both of us for sure we've been through the things to get us here Mm -hmm. but now we're on the other side of it and we want to help you do it and we're going to continue to grow (laughs) Well, guys, if you like this podcast, I would love to see you take a picture of your bread. Yes, take a picture <laughs> if, eating your bread. I would and tag love us. it. Please on Instagram at nutrition.awareness. Should we do a hashtag like hashtag eat the bread? Hashtag eat the bread. Yeah, okay. Eat the bread. Eat the bread. <laughs> guys, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.